gonna do? Let's get ready to rumble! Oh my god, if anybody remembers Mystical, a good throwback, a good throwback. Not many people know that one, but um, man, speaking of throwbacks, I got this one, Um, I guess I might as well finally get back to the anonymous submissions, but um, actually no, let's, let's talk about, oh, have I been? Yeah, I've been good, man, thanks for asking. You know... I'm in the situation right now where, like, I'm at work, but I'm not really, like, it's not really paying, you know what I mean? And weird transitional phase that you have to go through if you do certain degrees and shit. And, um, you know, every now and then they'll have a class um, where they'll do, like, a a case study is what they call it, you know what I mean? And and all it really means is they, they give you some scenario uh, I'm in the health field. So they give you some scenario where somebody got injured. And what I realized recently, I tried not to laugh so bad at this recent one. It was meant to be like a, a, a typically sad scenario. You know what I mean? Um, this one in particular, it's always about some accident. You know what I mean? And the one that they had on, it was a chick. Um, and they started mentioning all this background info to make you feel sad for the scenario. You know, all the background info that you don't need to know. Oh, she was school captain, you know, young 18-year-old, everyone loved her. She just had a baby with the love of her life. Like, okay, how good of a school captain love if you're having kids at 18? But, like, she just had a baby with the love of her life. Her parents were celebrating her anniversary, their anniversary when they got the call and then blah, 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 and it all went downhill. I don't need that background info. Just give me the scenario. Okay, she was at work. This injury happened to her. Now she's in hospital. Now she doesn't have an arm for the rest of her life. And now she blah, blah. You know what I mean? I don't need to know that she's that she's pregnant. She's about to have a baby. I don't need to know that she just found the love of her life. I don't need to know that her parents are at their reunion in fucking Gold Coast or Byron Bay. And then they got the call and their hearts dropped and they booked the flight back, which costs them an extra two grand. I don't care about that. You know what I mean? But that's how they reel you in. You know what I mean? It's, it's low key marketing at university. Like they reel you into the story. And at this point they must be running out of ideas because every second scenario that they give to us is this background shit. But, um, yeah, that's what I've been going through, man. I've been going through some background shit technically. But um, you know, let's answer some anonymous submissions because I've been, I've been lacking on those. <clears throat> let's load this one up. This one I was actually very interested in. He said, "Hey Manny, I'm a 32 year old listening to your podcast. First of all, I don't think that's old. I do not think that's old, but it still amazes me." Um, he said, "I'm a 32 year old listening to your podcast. Shout out to you, man. And it makes me laugh when you reflect on life back in the day. I guess it would because you'd be like, what is he on about?'" I'm curious to see what life before social media was like for you. Did you experience much of it? I feel like you're in that middle of the road generation, so I'd be keen to get your insight. Yeah, man. Oh, it's a tough one. Life before social media, what was it like? Man, you're talking about the stone age, brother. Um, What was it like? I was young, but I guess socializing was more face-to-face. You know what I mean? Like, people spent more time catching up in person. I guess that's because you couldn't connect online. So people were more likely to, like, make an effort to, like, connect with each other in person. You know what I mean? Which I guess means more meaningful connections. Technically, if you, like, 
see each other in person. But yeah, man, I remember back in the days, if I would tell, you know, old Kenny down the block, if I would tell old Kenny on school on Friday to meet me at the park on Saturday at 1 p.m., like he'd be there at 1 p.m. and I'd be there at 1 p.m. Whereas nowadays, I was talking about this with um some folks. I was talking about this um because nowadays it's like, oh, my Uber was late or, oh, you know, public transport or, you know, the trains are shit or, or you know, oh, um this and that came up. Like, I'm going to be 10 minutes late. Like, I swear to God, nobody, it's so hard. Like, try and, try and organize something with your mates for the weekend. I dare you, whoever's listening, try and organize it. Either you're going to be late or they're going to be late or something's going to stuff up. Like, it's so rare that people, like, come on time. But I remember back in the day, dude, we were on time for the park, dude. I don't know how it happened because we didn't have cars or anything. It was like, you know, your parents drove, but you were on time. I don't know what it was. You know, if it was so-and-so's birthday, everybody was there on time. Maybe it's just, you know, the parents, I don't know. Or maybe it was the kids nagging them, I gotta go. Like, maybe because you had nothing else to do, whereas, like, now you can procrastinate. You know, before you got to get there at 2 p.m., but you're on your phone at 12.30 and you know you got to leave in a bit because it's a 40-minute it's a, uh, train or, you know, and then you just, I don't know. Whereas before you were just free up until then. So all you're thinking about uh, when you get up at like 7 a.m. is that 1 p.m. link up. You know, all you do is eat breakfast and you got nothing else to do and then you're just thinking about it, thinking about it. I don't know. But um, what else? People relied on more mainstream news and, you know, you had to wait till it came on and so that meant people had time to like form their own opinion on something rather than like, you know, being fed like an opinion. You know, you always hear that like somebody will tell you something, oh, well, I feel like this. It's like, do you feel like that or were you told to feel like that? I don't know, that's getting a bit deep, but I think that had something to do with it. Research was probably tough. You know, you had to go to the library. Not like chat GBT nowadays or GPT or whatever it's called. Um, like for instance, like if you were interested in traveling to Mexico, you couldn't just search up destinations in Mexico. Oh, you probably could when I was around, but it was like the internet was slow, slow, bro. And there wasn't much like, you know, you're not going to find some hidden shit like you can now on Instagram reels or your travel, whoever you're following that's like into that shit. Um, and then they post that content or TikTok if you're on that. Um, so back then you probably have to ask someone, you know find a like ask around and find someone that's been to Mexico and knows like the real shit or you just go you know you always hear about the stories well it was 2006 and I just landed in Mexico and I don't know where to go so um yeah you couldn't share photos you know what I mean like from your travels I guess like nowadays oh I said this ages ago but like on a on like an earlier podcast but it was like nowadays people ask oh um what was your trip like? And then you'll be like, oh, well, I went to this and that place. And oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Because, like, you posted it. You know what I mean? So it's like they were kind of there with you. And I guess that's a good thing. Like, they allow the experience. But, like, at the same time, it's like back in the day, it was like, no way. And what was that? They were, like, more like, you know what I mean? So now when people ask me, oh, what was your travel like? I'm like, bro, bro, come on. You saw it all. Um, But you couldn't share photos. And so seeing photos was low-key like an event. You know what I mean? Like, and they were always in those photo books and like plastic sleeves and everyone would like gather around. That's what I remember, dude. I remember everyone would gather around to see them and there were definitely like little to no videos back then unless you had the old camcorder out. 
Um, but yeah, people used to um just flick through those plastic sleeves, those plastic sleeve books, and I'd have like a photo that like your mum went to so and so and printed every photo out, or like Harvey Norman or something like that. that's what we have down here, anyways. But like, I don't even know. I haven't seen a Harvey Norman in ages, but. Back then it was Harvey Norman and you'd print them out like from a USB or something. I, I can't remember exactly, but um, yeah. And then you put them in the sleeves and then you see those. Or they'd just be like a stack of like, you know, it was like on like these plastic square things. And then you look at those. What else, man? Diaries were a thing. I never got into that. I was too young. I was like, diaries are for like, it's, you know people swinging for the other team um but you know diaries were at school diaries were a thing i guess people just noted shit down um but i never had a diary so i don't know why i'm saying that i'm just that's something i'm guessing people had but yeah man those were the days i didn't i didn't experience them for long but those were the days anyways let's load up another anonymous submission shout out to you though mr 32 year old Mr. 32-year-old. Um, Okay, what's this? Hey, bro, love listening to these episodes to and from work, supporting you all the way out in New Zealand. NZ, shout out to you. New Zealand was wondering how Aussies view New Zealand in general, especially among the brown community, since we have a big one of those ourselves. Interesting. How do we view New Zealand? Man, we view it like one of those... um, it's like one of those destinations that, like, you visit but you don't live. And, like, dude, I got cousins from New Zealand, like, and all they talk about is, oh, yeah, like, it's not that great. But when would they, when they like, tell people about New Zealand, they'll be like, oh, it's beautiful. Like, you got to go visit. But then they themselves are like, oh, yeah, it's boring and this and that. You know what I mean? Like, you like to advertise the country that you live in, but, like, you yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people do that for everywhere, but that's what I... See with New Zealand. It's like Hawaii. You'd like to visit, but you never hear somebody say, oh, I'm moving to Hawaii. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I watched this video way back. It was like a street interview from the 60s or the 50s or something like that. I might put it on the IG if you guys want to go, um, <laughs> go give that a view. But, um, yeah, I can't believe that was on street interviews back then. Eh? If I can, if anybody thought that was a new thing, um, rearrange a whole thing. But basically, it was this lady in the street, and um, the guy was asking people. The guy was in New Zealand asking people what they think of Australia. So he'd just go up and be like, "Oh, like," and it's so weird how they approach people back then. Like here, they'd be like, "Oh, like, um, do you want to jump in a video or blah blah blah?" Like, you know what I mean? But he. Because nobody had earphones back then or anything. So there was no need to, like, try and get somebody's attention. Like, people have seen you. Like, you're standing there, you know what I mean? Like, they're not looking down on their phone or anything. They're just looking up. So they've seen you. So he'd literally just ask the question. No, hello. No, excuse me, miss. Can I? He'd just be like... And he'd walk in front of them and they'd stop. And he'd be like, what are your thoughts on... He had, like, a pommy accent. What are your thoughts on Australia? Oh, excuse me, darling. What are your thoughts on... it? Like, a real, like, you know, like... Not like the Queen's English, not like what are thou shall thoughts on Australia, like, you know what I mean? But like that middle of the road, like where are you really from? And you can tell what time period it's in. It was in black and white. 
And he asked his lady, he's like, what are your thoughts on Australia? And she's like, um, oh no, he's like, what do you think about when you think of Australia? And she's like, kangaroos. And then, and then he's like, um, would you like to go to Australia? And, and, and she's like, oh, certainly, certainly I'd like to go to Australia. Even she had a bit of a weird accent. And then um, he was like, oh, what language do they speak in Australia? And she was like, oh, I wouldn't know. What? You're literally from New Zealand, which is like a freaking, oh, I don't know if they had, yeah, they would have had planes in the early 60s, pretty sure. Um, It's like a four-hour flight, dude. You know what I mean? If you're going to Sydney, it's like a two-hour flight, I think, from Auckland. So imagine that. They didn't even know that they spoke fucking English over in Australia. That's how fucking out of the way New Zealand is. That's how we feel about people in New Zealand. Why does everybody from New Zealand want to move to Australia? I don't know. Maybe because the money's shit. Maybe because this and that. Maybe because a few people moved to Australia, did well, and then sent home back in New Zealand, like news back there, like, Oi, that's pretty shut in New Zealand, so you could come over here to Australia. And now everybody's looking to make the move, right? But, um, yeah, no negative view. It's just like a view of, like, I don't know. Green, we think a lot of green stuff is probably down there because Australia's not that green. But, you know, New Zealand, it's the it's the typical case of, like, just because she's good-looking doesn't mean she's better than you. You know what I mean? New Zealand's good-looking, but at the end of the day, geez, not as good as Australia. It's not wham like Australia. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things, like, it's like a finesse place. You know what I mean? You go there, you finesse it for what it has. You know, the beauty, whatever, and then you dip. You know, it's like when people do fake proposals for free dessert. They go to a restaurant, they tell their mister, hey, I'm going to get down on one knee and you're going to pretend that I'm proposing and then they'll give us a free dessert. I'm finessing you. You know what I mean? I mean, shit, it's just a free dessert. It, you reckon? It's weird because how would you bring that up? Like, you'd be like, I just proposed and then the waiter, like, has to, he has to be, like, free dessert because you're not going to be like, oh, I just proposed, do I get free dessert? It's kind of like you're waiting. It's expected that that would be offered. Or they'd be like, oh, oh food's on us, food's on us. Like, congratulations. You know what I mean? Because there's no way you got to prove it. You just put the ring on and then you walk out and then you take the ring off. Never done that personally. But um, I've never even seen that being done in person. But, yeah, actually, how would I know? How would I know it's fake? I'd just be like, oh, yeah, sick. <laughs> but, yeah. That's probably a big thing in, like, countries where people are actually struggling, struggling. You know, I wonder what I'd do if I was really struggling. Like, if I was really scraping the bottom of the barrel, well, I doubt I'd be eating out at restaurants. But, like, you know, like, if I was really struggling, what would I do? Hmm. Hmm. In, term, in terms of finessing people, I'd probably do, like, the old, like, pretend to get hit by like a bike though probably not a car probably just like a bike you know what I mean just like middle of the road and then I'd be like hey you hit me type of thing hopefully one without a without a camera like yeah, sometimes they got cameras on the helmet so hopefully one like where he's just like soloing it raw dogging it and then bam I get hit you know I cop it well what a bit of a bruise or something and then I'm just like finessing for cash that's, I think, as far as I'd go. But even morally, I'd feel bad about that. But then, like, you never know till you're in the situation, right? 
<laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it all depends. You never know till you're there, right? You never know till you have to make some shit up. You never know till you, like you know who makes shit up. It's like the weather. Um, you know, you ever go into the weather section and it's 16 degrees, but then it there's the feels like section. Oh, it's 16 degrees, but it feels like 19 degrees. That's bullshit. That's like jumping in front of a bike and trying to finesse for money. It's like, how do you know that it feels like you're just making that shit up? You're just literally making that shit up and finessing us. Who's the person that determines what it feels like? Who are you? Who is this mystical motherfucker that knows that it feels like 19 degrees when it's really 16 degrees? I, and why are you qualified to do that? You know what I mean? What are your qualifications? Sometimes they got to like come out, come out with like the real, the real fucking, you know, the real garam masala, bro. The real freaking, the spices in the chicken. Like why? But yeah, it's, it's people just always be backing shit with like bullshit, you know? It's like using your pets as like a personality trait. Because people do that for real. They'll be like, well, you know, um, I have a XY. I have a cat. People use cats as their personality all the time. Not like the actual personality, but filler. You know what I mean? It's like filler in their personality. They'll be like, when they run out of shit, talk about, yeah, but my cat, my cat does this. Well, my cat does that. You know what I mean? Imagine what imagine what people's personalities would be like, what they'd be talking about if all animals were allowed to be kept as pets. Well, all non-vicious animals. Because then it'd be like, dude, my monkey did the craziest shit the other day. Because cats, dogs, they don't really do that much. Like, they shit, they piss, they eat, they get featured on stories. But, like, you know, a monkey will do some wild shit. A turtle could do some cool shit. Like, he could slip and slide and do some cool shit. Maybe people would have more... Maybe people would have better personalities if we had a more wide selection of pets. You know what I mean? It would. It wasn't weird. It wasn't weird like it's weird to be like friends with like a 40-year-old when you're like 20. You know what I mean? Like just allow it type of thing. I wouldn't allow that though. That's like, oh, dude, no, what a throwback. Um, When I was into the car scene like a while ago... um. I was selling my car. Um, two of the boys know that I came to came over. Ah, uh, that I came to came over. That I got to come over because I didn't want to get, you know, when you're selling your car, you don't want to get like jumped for your car. So you like bring a bit of backup and shit. You know what I mean? Like not the, obviously your boy here, like, you know, I can like defend myself, but like, can I defend myself and my whip type of thing, you know, against like, what if he brings a mate type of thing? So, you know, your boy ain't like that wham. Like I'm not like jacked or anything. So, I brought some some boys over for backup, so they know the story. But, dude, I was selling um my car in this in this little fucking um Ranger kid, man. Nothing against Rangers, but they're always special. This Ranger kid, he um kid, he was like a year younger than me, but he came. He's basically a kid. He was like twenty two, twenty one, and a forty year old guy came with him, and I just assumed they were like family. You know what I mean? But then, like, the 40-year-old guy was, like, Middle Eastern-ish. And, like, you know, the 21, 22-year-old was, like, a ranger. Like, very European-looking. So then it became a bit sus. <laughs> anyway, so the car inspection, you know, went as it went. And everything, like, for the most part, turned out fine. He wanted to he wanted to buy the whip. And I was like, yeah, sweet. Gee, like, you know what I mean? Like, drop the cash and it's yours. Um, 
And he was like, yeah. And as we got into like the documentation part of the paperwork, you know, like the convo gets a bit chat. So obviously like me being curious as I was, I was like, oh, like how do you two like, um, how do you two know each other? And dude, the most awkward reply, he's like, oh, we're friends. And I was like, right, 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 right. And <laughs> it was a bit awkward. And I was like, oh, like how, like how'd you guys like meet? And um, I think he, I think he said online and that's when I was a bit like, are you batting for the other team? Which is totally fine. But like, I knew Rangers won that win. <laughs> nah, nothing wrong with that. But like, um, I was like, really dude? Like that guy's like 40 years old and that's like your friend friend. You know what I mean? And I know what you're going to say. Well, he can have a 40 year old friend if he wants. What's wrong with that? Like blah, blah, blah. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just like, ask yourself, how many 21-year-olds do you know that have a 40-year-old friend for real? Not some, oh, he's my, you know, he's my older cousin. Oh, he's my uncle. Oh, he's not family related. Because I can get along with a 40-year-old that's related to me. That's different. I mean, just like a an actual friend. And then furthermore, how does that 40-year-old feel? Going home to his wife. Well, we're just assuming he has a wife. He probably doesn't. But, like, say he has a family back home. Or even, like, it's his birthday. I don't know how they'd be celebrating 40th birthdays. But, like, bringing over your mate and he's 21 years old and explaining to your, like, 70-year-old parents, oh, yeah, this is my mate. I don't know. It just got a bit weird, bro. And after he said that, I was like, oh, like, just take the car and leave, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just give me the money already and leave. Like, get out of my fucking, get out of my space right now, G. I don't know what you're on, but that fucking 40-year-old's like, yeah, i got to go to work. And then the Ranger kid's like, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, I'll see you later. And then it's just me and my, you could say, quote-unquote, security guards slash friends, um, which I had no, <laughs> which I, it turns out I didn't need them at all because this fucking, this 40-year-old wasn't going to do shit and neither was this Ranger kid. But, you know, safety first, kids. If you're ever going to sell your whip, don't go solo. Don't go solo. It's not like I found out the hard way. Because I didn't. I always brought my boys with me. But, like, that's some dumb shit that you can get caught up in. You know what I mean? You don't want to be end, on the end of that stick. Um, Yeah, this was meant to be... I know, I know what you're going to say. This was meant to be an anonymous submission thing. But I just started rambling on. But it is what it is. <sighs> so we'll end it there. We'll wrap it up there. Um, And I'll catch you guys on the next one.